Welcome back to the True Face Podcast. Hi, guys. Bill and Bruce are still gone. They just don't want to be with us. <laughs> the Caribbean? Are they both in the Caribbean? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Should we but be let me tell you, you know, we yeah. seen it's... them in a We long. had these little cookies that were made out of mint and chocolate. Delicious. And I would say that they were better than the Caribbean. And this is the second week in a row <laughs> right. that you've mentioned the Caribbean in a way. Because last, it was Pirates of the Caribbean. That's right. Yes. Are they two different words that spelled the same? Why is it Caribbean and Caribbean? I don't uh, know. Nobody Yo says, ho, let's I go on know. the Pirates of the Caribbean. Not Nobody one. says it. No, no one, one said, said it. Well, maybe some people say I'm going to the No one says Caribbean, Caribbean oh, no, rum. <laughs> Wait, are yeah. these two different things? I no. don't know. No, no they're, they're the same. They're just... If you know, email us. <laughs> Do you see a Help place us. where we We're don't have knowledge or wisdom? We could use <laughs> some instruction. Yeah, we, we would take instruction. <laughs> don't you realize whenever I am leading out the podcast, this is what happens. So <laughs> they, I, that's why I like it when you lead it out because my humor just, you know, it People are going to be used to it. I don't know what it does for other people too. I don't know if they like it, but it's here to stay, you know. Yep. Help us with the Caribbean. Help us. <laughs> Email us. <laughs> <laughs> Brie is losing it over there, which is my oh, favorite. Oh, she's covered her face. She's covered oh, her face. face yeah. These are two fun facts. If you get Brie to laugh really hard, she'll cry. If you get Sam to laugh at all, she will cry, cry and it's the best. It's really, really? It makes you feel way funnier when people cry because they're laughing funny. so hard. We are in our final week of the wise in Proverbs. Final week. Final week. Yeah. Week. Finally, yeah. <laughs> And uh, we just want to remind you that what we're really trying to do is we're trying to give practical application and also to tie it in with, hey, this is not at odds with grace. Grace uh, goes back and it it actually adds to the Proverbs and it adds to the wisdom and they are not in opposition to each other. And so this week we started with one that I think originally we were looking at and we're like, oh, I'm not sure what to do with that. Um, it's in 2111 in the first part, it says, when a scoffer is punished, the naive become wise. But when a wise man is instructed, he gain, he or she gains knowledge. And, uh, John, you had some thoughts about that? I really didn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, we were talking about Brittany, it. You said as I was talking about it, yeah. Brittany chimed in and just trumped whatever just, I was saying. Okay. So, right. Brittany. So, you throw the <laughs> ball yeah, to I'm her. throwing it okay. there. I'm catching the ball. And yes. So, when I first read this verse, actually, I wasn't sure whether it was saying the he that, the he that gains knowledge. So, when a wise man is instructed, he gains knowledge. I was talking about the wise man or the simple. I think it's actually talking about the simple. Mm-hmm. What happens to the simple in this whole verse? Um, and then... The word that's translated as instruction um, or is instructed, it can also mean, weirdly, to prosper or pay attention. And so what the verse seems to be saying is when a scoffer is punished, the simple or the naive becomes wise. When the simple pay attention to a wise person or when the wise prosper, the simple gains knowledge. And David, you were talking about how the naive, that's not a bad term. It gets a bad rap. It really does. And Ignorant gets a bad rap, too, and neither one is necessarily a bad thing. They, especially this one, means inexperience. It means just not having knowledge. And to not have knowledge doesn't mean that you're not necessarily wise. And that's a this whole, if anything could wrap this whole thing, it's what Bruce said a couple weeks ago, which is without knowledge, it's impossible to have wisdom. But you can have all the knowledge in the world and have no wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so somebody who is naive, someone who is ignorant of things, but who is wise will be curious to learn. And in this situation, it's someone who watches and says, 
wow, that person who had a lot mm-hmm. of words and mm-hmm. maybe even a lot of fancy words, mm-hmm. when they when you watched them not prosper in the system, mm-hmm. you learned something good about this world. But when mm-hmm. you watched a wise person, you saw how they did it and you saw that, oh, that's how I want to do life. To have your eyes out and open for that, that is a wise person who can learn even not from their own uh, situation, but from something else that's going on. You can even learn from social media in that standpoint. And and, and now you're bringing me back to remembering that I did have some value on it. That's, <laughs> that's so good. But the, the that simple, naive person allows him or herself to be instructed. Mm-hmm. That, that there's a, a just a golden piece in that that you must trust someone other than yourself to get instruction in anything. Uh, it may be baking something, but it also is. I was thinking about someone talking about scripture, and they just are not. Uh, sure that it's anything more than good stories and well and and so I I go my gosh the the change in their life on the day when they get to see that scripture has authority that they can trust mm. oh the the whole world so they can be instructed and become wise there's a that's a powerful thought in that verse. Yeah. You do have to vet what you think is right. But at some point to be instructed, you have to start to trust that there is an authority beyond your own brain. Or like Bill says, you experience one year of life over and over and over and over and over again for <laughs> 35 years. You know? Right. You're yeah, your you own self-referencing. Yeah. 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 You don't grow. Um, so the next two verses, I, I think – are awesome. And 21, 22, we saw in two very different ways, but mm. I, I really mm. liked them both. Mm. And it says, a wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. And uh, both John, you and Sam were talking about historical political characters yeah. in the past, yeah, uh, that they had some of this. Totally different way of seeing this verse. And I have a sense that the verse allows both to be true. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about Someone who in their integrity is able to bring down, God uses them to bring down the mighty uh, who have the stronghold that they trust in, their own abilities, their own whatever, and and they're on a public stage. They're mighty. They have power. But someone who is simply wise, without might, without power, but wise— can actually scale that city and bring it down, bring the corruption down. And, and uh, Sam, you were talking about Nelson Mandela being an example of that. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, I, I was just thinking about him because he should, would have turned 100 last week. Hmm. So, yeah. thing for those of you that watch the news. Um, and, yeah, what a, like, he came out of prison and he could have almost rightfully told the country to, you know, take vengeance on one another, but he didn't. He was wise, and he said, let's move forward in forgiveness and reconciliation, and the country did. um, And and changed the the corruption in that country, too. Yeah, he he tore down the... the Beautiful. But there's there's a whole other way that, David, you brought up of how to look at this verse. I was thinking about, even in friendship, how when something is happening in someone's life that they have a stronghold... Um, that isn't 
you just know it's not good for them. Like, and, and it's not one of those things where you're like, oh, I don't know. It's like, no, that's terrible for you. And maybe other people have, you know, you've, you've realized it. There is a risk that you take sometimes to climb over that stronghold into someone's life a- appropriately, of course, with boundaries, all good things, say all the caveats, but where you say, no, this thing cannot come between you and life and it cannot become between you and God or you and friendship anymore. And you climb into that spot of saying, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to climb over this thing. I have this analogy of literally climbing over a wall into someone's life and being like, that wall between us, this thing, it's terrible for you. I'm here to say it. I got into your courtyard to say this thing in the middle of the night. Um, and it maybe sounds weird, but sometimes we need that in our life. Someone just to bust down yeah. our door. Yeah. Maybe like Hagrid and Harry Potter, if you want like a little, like a, you know, the first one. <laughs> yeah. Why not? You know? And, and just, I wouldn't even say confront necessarily, but be, for the sake of love being like this thing, we got to knock this wall down. You know, the picture is so powerful when you say it that way. Just the fact that you showed up in that courtyard, that friend knows what you had to go through to get there and how much you love them. You had to scale a city to get you got to, you got on a plane and you flew there to say, no, you, you, this is not right. Right. And obviously you could do that wrong and you could do it in your own immaturity, but let's talk about it from a positive standpoint. But that's love. What a cool, risk of love scale yeah. the get past the guards scale the wall because i love you stop That's come right. on i'm putting myself at risk in our friendship and anything else to get to you in love and i may miss uh, but I, I if i think i have been watching this along with some other friends maybe some of those other friends won't get on a plane right and you right. get you get to be the one who goes on the plane and it's a you know we've been talking about that in this wisdom series a lot of you guys have been following along with us it's interesting that this is kind of the most aggressive so far that if it's been built on all these other things that we've talked about about sweetness of speech about waiting and watching for the right time about knowing what can be heard and what can't where you have permission where you don't about speaking gently if all those things have been laid but you see that moment like using david's picture of you see the moment of this is my time. It's time for me to climb over your wall and say these things mm-hmm. and it's going to be hard and I might suffer for it, but I know that this is the time. We're not saying if you see something wrong in somebody else's life, climb into their backyard and yell <laughs> at them. Start yelling at them. Yeah. No, maybe go back and listen to some of our earlier podcasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but building read, on that Read wisdom. a couple books that we've written. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But building on, on all those other things that you take into account when telling someone truth, there are times that you have to climb over someone's wall and put yourself at risk to to speak truth because you love them so much. These are metaphors. They're analogies. That's beautiful, by the way. Um, I don't know. I think you could still do it. <laughs> but but I, I just wanted to say, when we're doing this, we first are interpreting the verse. There's one meaning to these verses. They're analogies. They're metaphors. So they're so fun to do application to. They're so fun mm-hmm. to say, could it play out this way? Could it play out? But we're certainly not saying there's more than one meaning to this verse. There's just one meaning, but 
endless application sure. right. for us to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well said. That's important. Yeah. You know, we were going to talk about 22.3, and it's uh, one of Brittany's favorite verses, and I really like this verse, but we're not going to because we need to we need to move along to something more important. Suspense. <laughs> but first, <laughs> I will read know. it. No, I will read it, and it says, The prudent sees danger and hides himself or herself, uh, obviously. And I'll just say about that, this it's a really good verse to incorporate and to think about that application you were talking about, John, of this doesn't mean that you're not brave. This doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you're not courageous. Mm-hmm. This means that in your wisdom, you see things mm-hmm. coming down the pike that you just you should get out of the way of, be it weather <laughs> or mm-hmm. be it a, a situation in a relationship where you're like, this ain't changing. Um, there is real wisdom to getting out of the way of, of a bull that's running out of, at you. And so that's not very nuanced, but... What I wanted to get to was letting Sam read. Wow. <laughs> Guys, the 30, rock badgers are here. <laughs> 24 through 28. You've been waiting. <laughs> now, I, I just want to say most of us have read this and just said, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it just looks like, okay, there's something, but there's nothing there. And then we're just. We're just all talking, eating those little chocolate mint coins. Yeah, they're very good. And uh, suddenly Sam sums this up. And if you can see this as maybe Solomon's compilation to wisdom. Yeah. Uh, we actually talked about it so much that we don't have time. Like said, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Sam, go ahead. If anything was ever overhyped. It is this thing. Yeah. Um. So, four things on this earth are small but exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they provide food. They provide their food in the summer. The rock badgers are people not mighty, yet they make their homes in the cliffs. The locusts have no king, yet all of them march in rank. The lizard you can take in your hands, yet it is in king's palaces. And I think what I had said... (laughs) Changed everyone's lives. These four simple animals are just... Speaking of analogies, just perfectly summarize everything that we've been talking about, about the characters, the wires that the ants, uh, they save and they work hard. Badgers plan carefully. Locusts work in a team. And lizards are humble. And those four things that are small on this earth are exceedingly wise. Yeah, I love that. It does seem so silly when you read a verse and you're like, that's weird. Okay. Anyway, but when we've been talking about wisdom and the wise so in depth, then it's all of a sudden like, oh, wow, that's a that's a really good summary statement, Solomon, of all these things that you've been trying to talk about for the whole book of Proverbs of of planning, of working hard, of being cautious, so cool. of so working cool. together, of having a multitude of counselors and then of being humble, which you as you know, we're big fans of. Well, yeah, absolutely. And the observation of God's world, be it of nature, be it of of other living things other than humans. It's so incredible when we can find God's truth in those things and it's all over. And so it's just like Solomon to be like, you know what? I've observed my world and I've noticed that God did some good things with it and he's got some lessons for us. So it's fun to be able to be like, there's dignity in every piece of God's creation and we can find wisdom in it. And after Sam finished saying those, the mic dropped. Mic (laughs) drop. (laughs) And that's our mic drop for this whole series of wisdom in Proverbs. But don't worry, more Proverbs to come.